0: Uh, Hi, this is uh, not really George Lucas, but uh, I just want to encourage you to, if you're listening to podcasts, uh, why not listen to The Rebel and The Rogue? Uh, You might as well. Get ready for an all-new season of 430 Movie, debuting this October with some exciting new theme weeks, curated by your favorite 430 Movie hosts. Yes, the 430 Movie is back, and we hope you will be too. If you want some great swag from the Inglorious Trexperts podcast including a lot of fun t-shirts and all that sort of stuff visit us at inglorioustreksports.com you can find all that stuff and you can listen to the podcast while you're there hey are you Darren Docterman from the 430 movie why why yes I am well I recognize you because I have the Electric Now app and I get to see all these great Electric Surge podcasts on video for the first time ever I'm delighted. I'm delighted that uh, you came up to me and said hello. Well, I got to tell you, how can I watch all these incredible podcasts like Inglorious Trexperts, The Best Movies Never Made, and uh, other things? Well, you can find us on uh, Distro and on uh, uh, the Electric Now app. And Stir. And Stir. See, uh, I I, I knew you knew it. I did know. Because I'm not really a stranger (laughs) on the street. I'm Mark A. Altman, your (laughs) co-host. Well, maybe I should have been watching these podcasts all along. I would have recognized you. Join us on Electric Now, currently streaming on Distro TV and Stir and coming soon to the Electric Now app.
1: And welcome back to Best Movies Never Made, the podcast where we explore interesting and infamous movies that never made it to or through production. I am your co host, Josh Miller, and with me, as always, is the intrepid Mr. Steven Scarlatta. How
2: are you doing today, Josh?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How about you?
2: I'm doing okay.
1: Uh, we are back for part two of Lee Brackett's Never Made, well, it was kind of made, but Star Wars sequel that turned into Empire Strikes Back. Uh, we are joined again by our guests, Kyle Newman and Bonnie Burton. Hey. How you guys doing? <laughs> Good. <laughs> um Let's just dive right back into where sure. we left left yeah. off with our cliffhanger for to remind people we uh, a comatose Luke Skywalker is in a spaceship with R two D two and R two D two has decided to pilot them um, to an unknown location whose coordinates were contained on a crystal that was found in Luke's lightsaber um, and the rest of our team are in the Millennium Falcon and they have just leaped away from... this were all kind of outside the ice planet, and the Empire was about to get them, and they just got away. Um... We join Luke is still comatose. R2 is flying the space cruiser, making noises both irritable and doubtful. This is not his job, and he's making a botch of it. I like that description for his (laughs) poor flying. Um, They basically crash onto this bog planet. Um, R2 falls into the water, much like we saw in Empire, but is not attacked by uh, a weird water monster. Um, Luke passes out again once they get on land. Um, and let's read this page 57 okay. scene we got here. Um, actually, this will just be me and Bonnie. So you, oh. can, you can take your reading. I was like, I don't right. have that page. Um, okay. This is on the bog planet. Luke's POV, the dark blue... The dark blur wavers, then begins to clear. A strange face peers down at him, wizened, (laughs) frog-like, totally unhuman, with bright, intent eyes that show a curious mixture of intelligence and what could be madness. Luke yells. Camera pulls back to a wider angle as he flounders away from the creature in fear. R2! R2 is nearby. He beeps irritably, and the frog-like creature, which is quite small and has a shiny, slippery-looking skin, laughs.
3: Skywalker Skywalker and why did you come to walk by Walk. oh wait <laughs> <laughs> and why do you come to walk my sky with the sword of a Jedi knight
1: how do you know my how is it you speak my who are you
3: my name or part of it is Minch as for the language I've always been ugly by
1: your standards
3: but I haven't been told- I haven't always been old. I've traveled the Starway in my time, and
1: your name that was easy. He points to Luke's communication belt. Oh, my communications belt i d All right, Minch. what do you know about the Jedi Knights? I knew them. You served them. Yes, I served them. I served them
3: well. I remember another Skywalker. My father did you know Ben Obi-wan Kenobi? Uh. Whoop. Don't you want to say
1: a wave of weakness? A wave of weakness (laughs) comes over him.
3: You need food, restoratives. You've had a close brush with the Force,
1: the wrong side of it. He hops away. Wait, why do you say that? I can smell it. He disappears into the muddy, misty swamp growth. I remember now, just before I passed out, I felt, but this is weird... He couldn't know. He's just guessing or making it up, trying to impress me. R2 makes a sour comment. He doesn't like Minch. So obviously Yoda, just not quite n- yet. Minch Yoda. I, I, <laughs> Yoda.
3: I, I, I'm I so sorry about that voice.
1: <laughs>
4: I was
3: like, I could do a Yoda, but, but if he's I not, try to do a Yoda, but he doesn't do
1: he's Yoda. Minch. Yeah, he's, he's Minch. Minch. He doesn't do the he's Yoda Minch. speak. So, so it's the interesting Minch.
4: that he brings up the father yeah. right there. Yeah. And in the earlier, in the, was it this draft or which draft had... Ben appears uh, later. Ben appears as a ghost. Yeah. And yeah, then Ben's going to say, This is your father. Yeah. Remember on Hoth? There's a... a.
3: Yeah, and then that's in the edits, up. they put okay. Hayden Christensen in okay. there. So that's here. And yeah, then so recognize that kid. So in this
4: draft, did that <laughs> still happen? No, this one didn't happen that way. Well, he in this draft. Never gets visited by Ben. Mm. Okay. No, right? Ben's coming up. He gets... Yeah.
1: But no, yeah. on Hoth, did he get visited? No. No, not in this draft. Okay. No. I think he like it's the same thing where he kind of hears his voice yeah. when he's okay. trapped in the Wampa cave yeah. or the ice creature cave. Oh, about the saber. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like so. Minch is basically just Yoda. Uh, very Yoda esque. Yoda esque. <laughs> um, Luke eventually realizes that this bog planet used to be a training center for the Jedi's, uh, and that Obi Wan and his father had been there. Um, meanwhile, we go back to the Falcon coming out of their hyper jump. Um, they immediately run into another Imperial ship who hails them. Uh, Han tries to improvise saying, uh, deep space trader, Veryl out of Terrace empire, sector seven, some good <laughs> clunky mm-hmm. Star Wars techno <laughs> jargon there. Um, the M- empire is going to board them. So they need to get out of there fast. Uh, Han says, I remember how peaceful things used to be when I was just a low-down, rotten smuggler involved with people like Jabba the Hutt who might try to kill me, but it was uh, on a kind of person-to-person level. I can handle that, but since I've been treading the straight and narrow, um, I mean, the entire fleet's thrown at me. I'm... Yeah, yeah, blah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> then we have another asteroid. Basically, same stuff from Empire. They yeah. get away by going yeah. do- going into an asteroid field. Um, they even have a thing where they hide in like a cave. It just doesn't turn out to be yeah. the inside of some sort of big asteroid. The space dune space worm. Yeah, it's <laughs> called yeah. That the Minocs comes... were called whatnots or something in one of the
2: drafts, right? Yeah, yeah. that's it's, right.
3: Uh, oh, I forgot about that. The whatnots. The whatnots. Yeah, and that- whatnot.
2: I think um what is it the uh yeah I think the uh the giant asteroid the space slug is in the fifth script and then mm-hmm. the second version there's large leather leathery creatures with yellow eyes and then in the third draft they have suction cups so it was a
3: process yes
2: yeah. yes <laughs> the asteroid went through the asteroid scene went through all f- following drafts <laughs>
3: Um, and then on Robot Chicken, their sock puppets. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but so then, yeah, actually it's very similar to the movie where we're cutting back and forth between the bog planet and the Falcon hiding and kind of killing time on this asteroid. with this th- same stuff with Luke and Minch are trying to use the force to get um, Luke's ship out of the swamp. Um, one kind of element that it's, it's – not that it's not an empire, but I guess it's more like we talked about in the last episode – Um, This one very much is about Luke feeling very young compared to what he does in Empire and kind of the idea of, like, will I ever become a Jedi Knight and learn how to use the Force? Whereas Empire, it's more like he knows how to use it. He needs to get better at it. He doesn't
3: have imposter syndrome.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, And a Little bit more, I don't even. There's like a little bit more of a love triangle in this one where Luke is very motivated by the fact that he's in love with Leia, but he can tell that she thinks Han is hotter, yeah. Um, which he is. Come on, let's be yeah. <laughs> honest. Um, but she
4: secretly likes Minch, yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, don't we all?
1: Um, <laughs> how can he not? Yeah, and, that green. Han and Leia's relationship is getting more physical while well, they're basically bored sitting in the Falcon, but there's a bit where he, they're making out, but she's still kind of weird about it, and Han's like, are you in love with Luke? And she's like, I'm not in love with anybody, and I don't want to be. Um, and she
3: doesn't get droid blocked.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: C-3PO doesn't show up in opportune moments. He's still
1: thawing out from his block yeah. of ice. Um, oh, I thought this was kind of interesting... Since Star Wars already existed, the movie, but oh in God. this one, um, in the script, they note there's like bombs going off, but it says in the script, there is no outside atmosphere to carry sound, but the Falcon shudders, like, you know, but I'm like, well, we watch Star Wars. There's lots of sound <laughs> yeah. in yeah. outer space. Sci-fi rules. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, even the TIE fighters scream by.
1: Yeah. And that
4: existed before the script was written. So yeah. it's kind of weird that they're trying to omit that. <laughs>
1: Don't, um, don't put
3: logic in Star Wars.
1: Yeah. Um oh, but speaking of Ben scenes, we've got a Scene here. Um, oh, that's not what you said. Page wow. seventy one. Oh, we oh, oh, okay. uh, back on the bog planet. The spacer is partly suspended up by the hoist. R2 works away on repairing the hull. From time to time he looks around at Luke and Minch and beeps softly but sarcastically. Uh, Luke is practicing with the lightsaber. Minch capers about, jeering at him.
3: Skywalker, farm boy, that's not an axe to chop your wood with. There was precious little wood on
1: Tatooine to chop.
3: Nor it's not a... What? Nor it's not a sickle? Okay, I got it. Nor it's not a sickle either to reap your grain. Lightness, Skywalker. Grace.
1: Speed. Skill. That's how the Jedi Knights use their saber. Our two practically snorts. He moves farther into the under the hull. I suppose you had a lot of chance to watch them. Yes, I did. I did indeed. You know, Minch, I'm going to be so glad. Whatever he was going to say is cut short by a sudden burst of shrill whistling from R two. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the note of urgency spins Luke around. The hall has shifted, and R two is in trouble, pinned beneath. Luke deactivates the saber and puts it down. Uh, on a the, the funny thing about this script is there's it's, on it's very yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of little notes yep. and scribbles, and you can tell she. Well, again, she knew she was dying, so I suppose yeah. she was writing the script some very Jeez. quickly. Yeah, uh, Minch goes to the stump, looks at the saber with strange pride and affection. He puts uh, out a tentative hand. Luke starts to hoist the motor and lifts the spacer a bit higher. He manages to tilt the hull enough to free R2, who comes waddling out from under, doing the droid equivalent of breathing <laughs> hard. Are you all right? R2 goes on a string of sounds that might mean, I think so, checking my circuitry. (laughs) Well, be be more careful, will you? He turns and sees Minch. Minch has the saber now activated and is flourishing it. Luke yells, hey, put that down! He runs back to Minch and takes the saber away from him, but Minch holds him off with it, and Luke is afraid of being killed.
3: You want to watch the sword play of Jedi Knights? Very well, young Skywalker, I'll show you.
1: He moves quickly away from Luke in a voice quite unlike his usual one, a voice of dignity and power. He calls it, "I guess I should know it, maybe we've not specified. At this point, Luke thinks that Minch just kind of like— like hung around Jedi Knights yeah, while was they like were the training Kato Katelyn, Yeah, Cato <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a horrible. Oh, uh, the Jedi. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But Minch calls out, "By the Force, I call you." Luke gasps. Suddenly Ben is there, Obi-Wan Kenobi with a saber in his hand. He is there but not quite. The swamp woods are partially mm-hmm. visible through him. Ben, is it really? It is. Stand clear, Luke, and watch. He brings the saber to the formal salute. So does Minch. They begin a fencing match, which devolves into a thing of breathtaking skill and beauty. And Minch is clearly the superior. His skill with the lightsaber is dazzling. Like Luke watches, still not, not quite believing. At last, Ben breaks off, brings his saber again to salute and deactivates it. He bows to Minch.
4: The victor, as always.
1: Minch smiles, salutes, and deactivates his saber.
4: Minch was my teacher. He was a Jedi Knight one of the best of them we came from many worlds each with our special talents
1: and you did this because otherwise oh and you did this because otherwise I'd never believed him I'm sorry Ben there are so many questions when you're able to
4: call me here yourself I'll come and talk to you but I must warn you Darth Vader believes you dead but as you learn Use the learn to use the force, he'll find you again, and he'll do his best to destroy you.
1: But why? I'm nobody.
4: He senses in you the same potential I did, through, from the other side.
1: Ben! Ben, but Ben has gone. Disappeared. Later. Minch comes up to him and salutes with the hilt of the deactivated saber, then holds it out to Luke.
3: Your saber,
1: young Jedi. He produces his own from a hiding place nearby and activates it. Now, shall we get to work? 80s <laughs> training. Montage. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> There's still some more romance going on back at the Falcon between Leia and Luke. So much more romance. So much, lots more kissing, lots more smooching in this script. Yeah. Each scene, they there's one that. less layer of clothing. Yeah, that's how they in. it. Chewie and 3PO watch from the corner. Creepo. Yeah, <gasps> Creepo's like. Every time I've, an asteroid hits the ship, you have to take off clothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 3PO says, "I've never been able to understand the pleasure human beings get from placing their mouths together. Oh, you wacky mm. droid." <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, okay. uh, For a minute
3: there, I thought that was in the script. I'm like, wait, where are yeah. you reading that? That's exciting.
1: <laughs> no, he does
4: um, feel that way, right?
3: Kind of. He, he says, ever say he says that? that, yeah. When does he say it? In, in one Empire? of the
4: drafts, he says. Oh,
3: in the drafts. It's but not In the movie.
4: No. In one of the drafts, Chewie is the one that keeps interrupting them. Yeah. Wow. And Chewie's like, this is weird. Like, get off my man, <laughs> you know?
3: Well, unless you consider the holiday special canon, there's a whole other mala. Han situation oh, there there's some of that in is. this though yeah but Chewie's just true. jealous
4: that he's losing his friend yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then 3PO comments yeah. in one draft I think it's this one
3: Hans before Hose.
4: About yeah No, so
1: there's yeah. one where Han and Leia are snuggling and Chewie's like mm-hmm. uh, and 3PO's like Chewbacca are you jealous afraid the princess may lure your friend into domesticity domesticity see, <laughs> that is the love
3: triangle we have avoided talking about this whole time yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. where's that um, triangle discussion anyway um, but then okay another podcast
1: <laughs> Got a cool, multi-parted uh, series of scenes to read here. Sure. Uh Steve, you're in this one, so. Oh, boy.
2: Get oh, boy. ready. Oh, boy. Time for <laughs> what page Zones,
1: Carlotta. Um,
4: <laughs> 17.
1: There's one line I have on 76, but I believe it's 77 for you okay. guys. Okay. Okay. And this is... Uh, We're ruining the magic by saying the page numbers. That's so right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Exterior Darth Vader's castle... Uh, I love that he had something that basically then got... I think we even talked it's about last back. time. It's in Canada. There's a lot of stuff that they end up get using... Because he has yeah. a castle in a... Rogue One? Is it Rogue One that we see where it's like on like a go. lava yeah, planet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there yeah, even yeah.
4: was a throne surrounded by lava in the concept art in Return of the Jedi. They were still oh, yeah. tinkering with this idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's very uh, Skeletor.
3: But a grim of castle of
1: black yeah. iron that <laughs> sits squat on the rocks in the midst of a crimson sea of lava. Uh, here we go. Interior, Darth Vader's castle. In a tower room, grim and darkling, I like that word, uh, lighted <laughs> by the red glow outside. Vader is at home, at ease. He has companions, several, several small gargoyles that perch or caper on the massive furniture. He is feeding them tidbits from a golden bowl, enjoying their ugliness and their greed. Abruptly, he stiffens. He sweeps the gargoyles aside and stands up. His fist's on the table. The gargoyles skitter away, frightened. Uh, uh, kind of intercutting inner interior minch's house day minch and luke luke's face glistens with sweat minch is staring at him in amazement i think i think interior darth vader's castle darth vader feeling the disturbance in the force knowing he can only derive from one source hurls his own dark power against luke back at minch's luke in semi-trance shows signs of distress dark Dark. Minch is instantly alert. Come back, Luke. But Luke straightens and something unfamiliar comes into his face. When he speaks, his voice is harsh and deep. And he is not speaking to Minch, but to someone far away. No. Fight. Dark. With dark. Back in Vader's castle, the gargoyles cower. Darth Vader recoils as if from a blow. And then he laughs as if he has discovered something that bodes no good for Luke. Minch, frightened, bends every effort to call luke back luke luke's eyes open and he looks at minch darth vader struck at me and i felt power i struck back the dark side of the force uh, oh do i keep talking? yeah
3: oh luke you're in greater danger than i realized even untrained you're far more powerful than i far more powerful than obi-wan you don't just touch the force you rend it
1: why should that be dangerous i mean to be strong the more strength the greater the
3: temptation Skywalker, if your ship could fly, I'd order you off my world right now. You're too great a burden. Again,
1: harsh words. Mm -hmm. Some tough love. Uh, Vader has sat down, lost in thought, and the small, small gargoyles are taking courage, coming back to him. Abruptly, a communications device shrills a summons. He rises and goes to it, flips a switch. The screen comes to life. The man, revealed, is draped and hooded in cloth of gold so we cannot see his face, but the figure... Uh, is indistinct or uh, some typos here. Whatever. This is the Emperor. There we go.
4: <laughs> Your Imperial
2: Highness.
1: The voice that speaks is silken and deadly as a strangler's cord.
2: You are aware of the disturbance in the Force. I am. Then you know that Skywalker is not dead, and he is more dangerous than I had realized. Remove him this time, or I shall remove you.
1: Darth Vader va- bows. The screen goes blank. Vader turns away from his posture, and the rhythm of his breathing. Uh, he is angry because of his fear of the Emperor. He knocks the golden bowl off the table, and a mighty with a mighty clang. And once more, the gargoyles cower. That is how I would describe your voice, Steve. Hey, by the way, What's silken that? and deadly as a strangler's cord. Well, thank you. Um, now we're cutting back. Uh, to the asteroid field. Interior Falcon, Han is pacing up and down the cabin deep in thought while the others watch. Trouble is, the places I know
4: are just not suitable for leaving princesses in. Need a place that's safe for you. Somebody dependable to... Hey, maybe I've got it. Chewie, you remember Lando Kadar?
1: <laughs>
4: we used to be friends years ago. I-, I think his family were refugees from the Clone Wars. Anyway... He was kicking around, and we flew some little trips together.
3: You mean he was a smuggler.
4: But an honest one. And the last time I saw him, he'd gone respectable on a world called Hoth. Chewie and I dropped in on him once. Lando's all right. Lando's the
1: man.
3: How does he stand on the Empire?
1: Never had any more politics than a frog. Han goes to the cockpit and consults the computer.
4: Hoth. Hoth. Need the coordinates for Hoth. Hoth.
1: He waits for the readout, then begins to set up the console. Chewie and Leia join him. Uh, so yeah, clearly Lucas liked the name Hoth because in this <laughs> Hoth was the name of Lando's flying city. Bes- Bespin, right? Well, Bespin was like another like
4: Calde Bespante or something. It's it was like, like he got city Bespin was... out of it, and mm-hmm. and yeah, he like just traded names yeah. throughout these drafts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you notice that they use frog here. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I and Obi Wan in the novelization. Uh, Alan Dean Foster's novelization for Star Wars, he uses the word duck. He <laughs> talks really? about a duck. And they no talk more about. Politics than a duck. I think they talk about hot chocolate in uh, one of the books, too. <laughs> do, do you want
3: to hear a, a little duck trivia? Yes. Duck is the only real world creature in Star Wars that's both on Earth and Star Wars universe. Oh. The only creature. Really? Yeah. Is uh-huh. it
4: because of Naboo?
3: I don't know. But it's not. The ducks ma- on Naboo, right? Yeah. I think that's why. But there's no, uh, m- there's no real world character
1: Humans? in our is it cuz ducks really care about the
2: same?
3: I mean animals, not okay. people, but like okay. creatures, creatures, creatures that creatures. don't snakes talk.
4: There's snakes all over the Yeah, Dagobah. but did they
3: refer to them as snakes or are they're just snakes? They, they never say the word snakes in any of the dialogue.
4: They you don't, maybe in it, books they talk but about But it could snakes. be called something else. Yeah. They actually say the word duck. So duck was used in Yeah. That. so it's interesting they use yeah. the word frog, frog. here. Yeah. yeah.
3: No, I just that's I just always thought that was funny. But, but also,
4: there you know, Java eats those frogs too. So There are yeah, frog-like but creatures, but they're not, frogs. Frogs. they're not called frogs. They're not called frogs.
3: Mm. Yeah. Just like the snakes are probably not called snakes. And you know, the emperor is else. wearing
4: golden robes, mm-hmm. very snake-like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and he's nine feet tall and he has no backstory.
3: Mm-hmm. I wonder if Salacious sort of came from the gargoyle concept.
1: Yeah. I, li- I like I idea just wondered about that. It's very but... different to yeah. imagine him surrounded by weird creatures like that. There's yeah. a, sn- a talking
4: snake uh, in the Darth Maul arc. Remember that? That's true. He goes to meet this guy, and I forget his name, um, Mortimer, or something like, yeah. something goofy. And there's a snake man who, That's like, right. leads. But he's uh, not an actual
3: snake. He's snake like, right?
4: He's like a snake that just talks.
3: A talking snake. I wonder what creature that describes And describe Lucas, it as. like,
4: moves snakes on Dagobah. Like,
3: yeah, I mean, we know there's yeah. there's they just don't refer to them as snakes. Yeah. That's the thing with real world versus Star Wars is they have type characters, creatures, but they don't necessarily call them that.
4: I think for the first time ever in The Mandalorian, they showed a bathroom.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you get it.
4: Yeah, yeah, they're finally I finally. I, won't say, no, no I mean, won't say anything else. No spoilers. Bathroom. Yes, bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I
3: noticed spoiler. there's no toilet paper mm. in that bathroom, Uh-oh. but I think that's a dude thing. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that's a Mando thing. Maybe there's some built-in undie situation with the armor. I don't know.
1: Um, so one thing that happened in that scene that's maybe not apparent just from reading it, but comes back in the script, yes. uh, is the idea that Vader kind of is able to trigger Luke into using the dark touch- side like of the Force. touch him through the Force, too.
4: Yeah. yeah. Which is something they, re- they visited with The Last Jedi, yep. like yes. reaching through the Force where they force time. But and this- then um, there's something else here, Lando being a clone. Yeah, I don't think we've they've said that. Well, he's a, a refugee from the clone yeah. War. so he's They're going, they're going somewhere with that. But yeah. that, that does
1: come back later. Leia's like, hey, yeah. By the way, is yeah. he a clone? And yeah, I think actually we'll read that <laughs> one. Hey, yeah. By the way, hey, by the way, they also toss out in here Minch's like kind of explaining what the dark side is, and they imply that Vader was basically the first dark knight. This is implying that the dark side of the force was never really harnessed before. Mm. And the Emperor isn't
4: really a Force user. Mm -mm. Or we don't even know. We don't know. He's more like a politician as
1: I perceived it. Um, So the Falcon arrives at Hoth, uh, as Han notes. That's Hoth. I think it means cloud. Uh, Never seen the sun, but otherwise it's a pretty world. Very old native cultures. Ruined cities everywhere. Yeah. they, rather than going straight to the flying orbital city, they land on the planet beneath mm-hmm. the cloud covers and are attacked by, like, primitive alien natives who ride around on manta rays. Um, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, they end up taking off and are, then, like happens in Empire, are, like, intercepted by uh, vehicles from the flying city and... Uh, And they go there. We also meet a character from this primitive alien culture named Bahuri. He's the chief of the White Bird Clan of the Cloud People. Um,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Get into some Flash Gordon-esque stuff
1: here, but... Um, All right. And then meanwhile, we go back... so many bad comments on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the Bog City. Yes. Uh, I think this is another group read scene here. Yeah. Uh, where we get to meet. Well, we'll we'll just let it come out in the scene. So, exterior bog world day. R2 standing uh, disconsolately apart from Luke and Minch in the clearing by the pond seems to be wondering the same thing. Minch has also retired to the background. Luke, now with new strength and authority in his voice and manner, calls out, Ben, Obi-Wan, by the force, I call you. For a moment, nothing happens, and Luke wonders if he has failed. Then, as before, Ben materializes out of the mist. And I am here. Ben, I'm so glad to see you. Are you real or are you a ghost? I am as real as you are, only my reality
4: has changed a little. There are no ghosts. Those are only names we put to things we can't understand. Then Darth Vader didn't kill you. It was my time to move on. To move on where? To a different part of the universe. It's all one, if you know the way. Or rather, if you understand the laws that govern the way. One day... You will. Luke, I have brought someone with me.
1: Another half-ghostly form emerges from the mists. A tall, fine-looking man who approaches Luke slowly.
4: Your father.
1: My father. Even with his newfound maturity, Luke finds this an awesome, not to say shattering moment. They look at each other. Steve. (laughs) (laughs) You've grown
2: well, Luke. I'm proud of you.
1: Luke, not knowing what to say, says nothing.
2: Did your uncle ever speak to you about your sister?
1: My sister? I have a sister? But why didn't Uncle Owen...
2: It was my request. When I saw the Empire closing in, I sent both of you away for your own safety, far apart from each other. Where is she? What's her name? If I were to tell you, Darth Vader could get that information from your mind and use her as a hostage. Not yet, Luke. When it's time.
1: He looks gravely at his son.
2: Luke... Will you take from me the oath of a Jedi knight?
1: Slowly, proudly, Luke draws his lightsaber and activates it, bringing it to the salute. Skywalker does the same. Ben and Minch also raise their sabers, standing by wit as witnesses.
2: I, Luke Skywalker...
1: Luke repeats after him at a su- suitable interval... Ir- ugh, suitable intervals.
2: Do swear on my honor and on the faith of the Brotherhood of Knights to use the Force only for good. Turning aways from the dark side... To dedicate my life to cause to the cause of freedom and justice if I should fail on this vow my life shall be forfeit here and hereafter
1: the four sabers touch a kind of ceremonial amen
2: that is the only armor I can give you son the rest is yours to do
1: goodbye Luke <laughs> <laughs> Ben and Skywalker fade back into the mist Luke looks after them his face at once ennobled and fearful
3: your real test is yet to come, and Darth Vader will do the testing. What's he waiting for? You, because you were afraid, you've kept your mind closed to the dark side, but sooner or later you must open it, and he'll know. You may
1: wish you hadn't taken that vow. Bum bum bum. Dun, dun, dun. Um Alright, so we're back on the Orbital City. Lando very much still just the Lando from the movie, mm-hmm. uh, other than his last name being different uh, and the kind of the added backstory that he has a really close relationship with Bahuri and the White Bird Clan of the Cloud People. Um, he's showing them around the Orbital City. I also love sort of real, real Scooby-Doo like foreshadowing. He's like, and by the way, here's this bottomless shaft. <laughs> um, <laughs> We probably won't be seeing uh, that will, again. You won't
3: see that. Yeah.
1: We don't even know who built it. <laughs> um, How'd the, that get here? <laughs> Watch your step. Uh, then very similar to Empire. Uh, well, this Leia is cold, so 3PO is going to go get her wrap. Oh, also, Leia is pretending to be someone else. That's different. That's right. They're like, they make oh, up a yeah. fake name for But he for knows
4: kind of something, doesn't he? Well, you,
1: you realize him? he knows, yeah. but it, at the moment Lando is... is is conning them playing it cool i mean, gonna say where 3po goes the door opens he sees something we don't get to see mm-hmm. um and then next time they find him he's been like blown to pieces and <laughs> thrown into the trash um, which is his brand <laughs> yes <yeah. laughs> um we got another scene here uh this is a vader luke scene um we're, though we're still on the bog planet, Luke's in Minch's house. What uh, page are we on again? Uh, you're not in this scene, oh, okay, so I, okay, I didn't give right. you the pages. I'm saving the planet. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. The clearing in the swamp, wreathed with ever-present mist, R2 stands on one side of the house. Abruptly, his metal housing begins to twitch with a kind of eerie brush charge. Beeping, he looks around and falls silent. A shape... Yeah, shape of darkness, much taller than a man, and having no visible features, yet still giving an impression of Darth Vader's shape and form. Towers in the clearing, outlined in the little flickering darts of energy. Phantom-like, there seems to be an echo of heavy breathing. Presently, much smaller, a uh, much smaller. Pr- presently, much smaller, a second form manifests itself. This too is featureless, but suggests Luke. It is light in color, almost white, but the flickering energy that outlines it is weaker than Vader's. Strange ghostly voices speak now.
4: You are still afraid.
1: You tried twice to kill me.
4: That was before you knew, I knew, we knew your strength. (laughs) 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 Now I'd prefer to have you as an ally.
1: Ally? Look. The swamp clearing has vanished. They seem to stand now in in interstellar space with glory all around them. The Darth Vader figure reaches out a huge shadowy hand as if to grasp a star field. The stars seem to run through his fingers like sand.
4: I can no longer go as man among men. What is left of my body survives only because of the life support system that sustains it. But my brain lives, and my will lives, and power lives. Have you ever wanted power, Luke? Power to strike back at your enemies, to avenge wrongs, to keep those you love safe from harm? What about the Princess Leia?
1: I've sworn an oath.
4: Other men's words, other men's shackles. Will you be a child all your life?
1: I've sworn an oath! But the lightness of the smaller form seems to be darkening, the flickers of energy getting stronger.
4: You are in love with Leia. You don't want to lose her to Han Solo. But you will, if you lack the courage to use the strength that's in you. Strength as great as mine, Luke. If you join with me, nothing can stand against us.
1: What about the Empire?
4: The Empire is a passing phase. We would rule instead. You and I, the Emperor is a harsh master. You would not be. You could restore the peace, put a stop to the killing. How much good you could do, Luke. Don't be afraid. Reach out. Grasp the stars. They're yours for the taking.
1: Tentatively, the Luke image reaches a cloudy hand towards the star field. The image has gone quite dark now. The pulse of energy around it is very bright. The cloudy fingers seem to gather up stars. There is a whisper of a laugh, which which turns suddenly into a wailing cry. They burn, and I've sworn an oath! The cloudy hand is snatched back. The Luke image dwindles and fades, pursued by the booming laughter of Darth Vader. Run then, Luke, but you'll come back. The dark side in you won't let you rest. (laughs) Back in Minch's house, Luke is hugging himself, shivering, half-sobbing. I ran, Minch! Minch, I ran away! I couldn't fight him! (laughs) He looks at his hand in horror. Because I wanted! I wanted! (laughs) Minch looks at him somberly unsurprised. Um, Ugh, disappointed Minch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You don't want to disappoint Minch. It's interesting this
4: place they meet in this realm is kind of like in uh, Rebels where they meet in that uh, space where there's all those portals and it's all like Yeah, it's like a weird ether portal world. Um, Yeah, and obviously he's not his father in this draft, so he's Mm -hmm. purely trying to make a power play here.
1: Driving home the Leia thing. It is interesting just making, like, Vader was such a great iconic villain in the first movie, but you can see in this draft that if they hadn't added the father thing, he starts to kind of, like, he becomes, like, less interesting. He's just getting
4: generic. In their early meetings talking about Darth Vader, um, I know at one point George is uh, quoted as saying he's a disposable villain when they're talking about Splinter of the Mind's Eye, I think a story session with Alan Dean Foster or one of the early sessions with Kasdan. There's like, there's transcripts of it. And you're like, like, he's a nothing villain. He's a throwaway. You know, you're like, (laughs) "Uh, really? Okay. You uh... know, and he obviously revisited that because he became such an iconic uh, supervillain. But, um, you know, sometimes you have to adapt with the way the movie is accepted into the consciousness, which is what he Mm -hmm. clearly did over the course of these
2: multiple drafts. Yeah, you're right. He didn't realize that after the first movie, he was going to become this iconic <laughs> villain, you yeah. know? And so that's what... Because if you watch Star Wars, you know, he's like second fiddle to A Peter Cushion, yeah. and now in this one, he is the main, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So the the interesting thing is the next draft, the second draft, is when Lucas brought in that um, Veda will be his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... And that was also when this changed from being an episode two, chapter two, to episode five. It was like when it really dawned on him, like, oh, my God, combining this character. Because he was looking at Father Skywalker and Obi-Wan and Yoda. And it's like all three of these people are kind of the same thing. It's redundant. If I just put Vader into, you know, like when he made the first movie, Vader, you know, you know he was his dad like sky i mean you know, luke skywalker had a dad yeah and now in you know so him seeing those two force ghosts is planted that seed in his head like yo i should combine both of these characters and and now when you watch the first movie it still made sense that they were a kind of yeah worn it was, it's pretty amazing and it also planted the seed that he can now do a trilogy Mm -hmm. like uh, the prequels Mm -hmm. by blending them together so it's like a really big uh, monumental event of it's a cool like
4: discovering story like discovering the power of simplification and how like things can be symbolic when reduced to their kind of core Mm -hmm. which is ultimately what he had to get through these drafts to do I mean that's what's I mean, the good thing is, is he he took the time to do this. He knew it wasn't mm-hmm. right, even though he wasn't getting it right. He had to keep pushing it to be better. Yeah. Where some people just be like, "It's pretty good. Let's shoot Close it." Enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Close <laughs> enough. He,
2: he did not want to write this. It was just she passed away, and then immediately that April, he wrote like two drafts. You know, yeah. and. It's pretty amazing what he created with those two drafts, the changes. But this one in particular, like
3: well, he always had an outline. He always had an idea of what he wanted, but he just the nitty gritty of it was a pain in the ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. to have to write everything.
4: It yeah. is a pain in the ass because he is <laughs> he.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I can say that yeah. as a writer too. Oh, it's yeah. it's a pain, but well, especially... and trying to get the dialogue to match the character and trying to get chemistry going and trying to get all that stuff. And also, you know, he was always criticized as. Writing dialogue that people would never say stuff. like yeah. that. So it was it was a mm-hmm. pain for him to do that. So, yeah. but he and, knew what he wanted. He just had to get there.
2: Exactly. And then he was luck, not lucky. And then thank God uh, he had uh, Kasdan to come in sure. and and like polish up the dialogue, his dialogue, and made it what it was.
1: Well, it's interesting the world building, like because mm-hmm. uh, there's so much word building, world building. But then as far as because uh, as we talked about before, but in the next scene. Was the scene where they find three PO smashed and deactivated, uh, and Leia is clearly just like, I don't trust this Lando guy, and that's what she asks, is he a clone? And uh Han responds like, I don't know. He never told me, never thought about it.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. But the idea of the Clone Wars now obviously has become very yeah. much part of the ongoing yeah. franchise. Mm-hmm. But I remember growing up, it's just that there's that like one comment in the first movie. Right. And you're always just like, yeah. what are the Clone Wars? Yeah. yeah. And so it's interesting <laughs> to see that that was getting addressed yeah. in this one. And then ultimately he was just like, yeah, whatever.
3: Uh, yeah, it felt like that was a thing too in the eighties. Is that movies would mention these throwaway lines where all of us would be like, "Wait a minute, we want a whole movie based on that." Like the first Terminator, I think, was like that, where <laughs> they're talking about the robot wars, and we're like, hey, "Back up, what war? Yeah. What yeah. was that?" <laughs> so, like with Clone Wars, I think we kind of had the same yeah. attitude where we we're like, "Well, I want to know more about that," but you don't yeah. get that till much later. Yeah, could catch. Yeah, <laughs> but also the Leia, you're in love with Leia stuff, still makes
4: it's me very cringe. Heavy. Yeah.
3: yeah, still makes me cringe. I mean, yeah. hindsight, twenty twenty. Well, they weren't
4: siblings then.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> when did that? What draft did that happen? Do you know?
4: It happened in um, Return of the Jedi.
1: Yeah, but he, at I some feel like point, they, he must have known. Not, not in the first draft. I think like it's getting because he's saying he has a sister. No, he got draft, he got
4: worn out in Return of the Jedi, and yes, I think he just said, you are just going to wrap this up." And, <laughs> No. Yeah, Seriously, so so, and in one of the drafts, mid, m- one of the middle drafts, he just combined it all and made her the. Oh, okay. When they say there is another, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: For some reason, I thought he still he had that on the brain. And now as she's early not the Empire. other.
4: She's not the other they speak of. I think the other they speak of is Ray.
3: Well, yeah, because the new because. She- Carrie died before they I could I think film. that's that's gonna she happen. That's gonna be, to be how they're approaching it. Is, she was supposed ne- to be the last never... Jedi in, in this one, yeah, and yeah. she died too soon, and they didn't have. They only had eight minutes worth of footage to use, so they couldn't stretch that
2: out. <laughs> yeah, and then in, uh, the set and Gary. Spoiler: Gary <laughs> Gary Kurtz also said, like in the late '70s, that Episode Nine is where the story finally ends. Um, um, the other, um, let me see, Luke's twin sister would show up in Episode Seven. So the Empire, the Emperor finally revealed in episi- episode nine where the story finally ends. So he was saving the other for episode seven, mm. his twin sister. Yeah. And then as Kyle said, yeah, and he was going through a lot during Return of the Jedi, yeah, the divorce was. and everything. Yeah, and he, just, he was wanted out. Yeah. And then, well, you see they've teased the Emperor coming back for Rise
4: of Skywalker as many ways as they can. Yeah. Hmm. And there he is coming back in nine
2: Yeah, in baby. a very big way.
3: Yeah. So we'll
2: see. We'll see. I avoid the trailers. We'll oh, you avoid <laughs> the trailers? Oh, I don't shit. watch any trailers, but it's oh, all good. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> nothing it's <laughs> alluded that's okay. to. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. Well, well I, I know. just read right this. So. actually a droid. Yeah. So this is kind of... So Gary Kurtz... It's gonk. It's gonk. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I know. I'm just... nothing. <laughs>
1: Well, building off, again, <laughs> Lando has a whole... <laughs> Ruin the movies. <laughs> Ruined. I've
2: been avoiding for a year. Nah, it's okay.
1: Uh, but Lando's whole thing building off this clone <laughs> where, uh, much like in Empire, uh Chewie's rebuilding 3PO. Yeah. Leia doesn't trust Lando. He's like, hey, follow me. We're going to go have dinner. Uh, they get all dressed up. There's actually a funny bit where Chewie sees his reflection in the window and, like, mm. combs his hair back with his hands. I was like, yeah. that would have been funny. he
3: cares about his hairstyle. Uh,
1: but as they're walking to go to dinner, Lando's saying, you're wondering, Miss Eredith, which is her fake identity here. Uh, you're too polite to ask, but you still wonder. So I'll tell you, yes, I'm a clone. Uh of the Ashardi family, my great-grandfather wanted many sons, and he produced them from the cells of his own body. His sister, a remarkable woman, produced many daughters by the same means. Thus, we kept the blood pure. But since the wars, there are not many of us left, and we try not to attract attention. <laughs> I did not—I or didn't see—strange to us to see our own faces repeated— uh, blah 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 but yeah um, <laughs> just an interesting yeah, had idea had clone of, clone. that he's a clone yeah um, and then the scene ends with like anyway no matter I should tell you that we have a guest this evening I believe you all know him and they open the door Vader just yeah. like in Empire hold <laughs> pizza yeah. no he wasn't uh, <laughs> that's just a meme like, that's just a meme yeah uh and now huh? we got a we got a group scene here for everyone to read. Oh yeah, I
3: uh, I
1: think I misnumbered this, but yes, it's 109. Is okay. that? Uh, it. Yeah. Oh no, okay,
3: you're okay. good. Okay, you got it. All right.
1: Interior dining salon night. Everyone is at the table, Darth Vader presiding at the head. He is neither eating nor drinking. Lando eats with a good appetite. Chewbacca sits quiet, not touching anything. Han and Leia have lost their appetites, but both, especially Han, are drinking wine, looking at Lando with contemplating murder. Uh, you see, Han, I knew who Princess. L- I knew who the princess was the moment you landed. I knew that the Empire wanted you both, and the Empire is important to me. I suppose that I really owe my comfortable existence here to the Empire, though I'm not part of it, and I continue to trade with both sides, so really, I had no choice. He's got no inner monologue. Exactly. Got- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: well, I hope you're well
1: paid. You know what's going to happen to us. Lord Vader assured me that nothing would happen to any of you. Ha!
3: I've enjoyed Lord Vader's hospitality before. What's the matter, Lord Vader? Have you gone so far beyond humanity that you no longer need to eat or drink?
4: I have had to forego those simple pleasures along with many others. But there are compensations. And you're forgetting something, Princess. When we entertained you aboard the Death Star, you had information that we needed. Now you have nothing.
3: Then I don't understand.
4: Luke Skywalker. Luke?
3: But I don't know where he is, or even if he's still alive.
4: He's alive, and he'll find you because he loves you. <laughs> <laughs> he lives you. That's ridiculous. He could search for... He'll find her, and until then, we wait. I would advise you against any rash moves. I've set a guard on the Falcon, so there's no escape that way. I shan't lock your doors unless you make it necessary, smuggler.
3: Luke hasn't the faintest idea where we are. You must be out of your mind.
4: Then there's no need to worry, is there?
1: Anytime the Empire is around, I worry. She she rises and strides out, not excusing herself or looking back.
4: Guess I'll go, too. The air stinks in here. Come on, Chewbacca.
1: Mm. <laughs> they go out. Darth Vader looks after them. Lando glances at him uneasily, then goes on with his meal. But he too seems to have lost his appetite. I'm sorry, Steve. I thought you were in that scene.
2: <laughs> but- yeah. I'm looking through all the pages. He's the
1: waiter. <laughs> He's the waiter. Yeah. He's like more dinner rolls more and more wine. All left.
0: More
3: wine, Vader.
1: <laughs> um, so we're all building up to like Luke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Luke leaves. Minch. Because He's yep. like, I gotta go find Leia and right. Han, and you know, Midge's like, a it's Minch. a trap, and he's like, Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let's see, Vader, uh, Vader orders Lando to seal off the city, which is like Lando is now getting mad, kind of the class like, this wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> um, pray I don't alter it further, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Uh, Luke arrives at nighttime. Uh, He also lands down on the planet first. We have this little bit where uh, exterior ruined city night as the spacer lands in the open space where the falcon landed before. Many torches burn in the city, indicating that the clans have gathered. Um, And he's basically attacked by the cloud people, and they all throw like spears at him, and he's like, nah, and uses the force. Are they spears or are
3: they cloud spears? Cloud
1: spears. (laughs) Uh, Bounce off this invisible shield all the cloud people wow. are like, um, and he's like, you know, we're, we're friends. Let's be buddies. And he talks to Bahuri, the chief, who's like sad that he's been trying to talk to Lando, his buddy, and can't. And Luke comes up with a plan. He's like, I tell you what, you pretend to, that I'm your prisoner and you're like returning me to the cloud city. Um, And they go up there and they do that. You can really feel why Bahuri and all these cloud people were cut. Yeah. Because they basically get up there. They turn over Luke to Lando. And Bahuri's trying to talk to Lando. And Lando's like, look, dude, you don't understand what's going on. Like, I got to go away. And Bahuri's like, no, and runs after him. And the stormtroopers just gun him down. And now he's dead. I guess in this, that's (laughs) what turns Lando into wanting to help them. Right. Which is actually a little bit less likable than just uh, realizing that Vader was lying yeah. about not hurting his friend Han. Yeah. He um, likes the
3: Cloud people better than Han. Exactly. He not <laughs> have
1: many options. Yeah. it's Kind of a jerky <laughs> move, but all right. Um, so while he's – now that hurry's dead, Lando's yeah. supposed to be bringing Luke to Vader, but on the way he's just kind of like, F this. And he's like, we're going to go do something else, Luke. And he gives Luke uh, – oh, he just shoots a bunch of stormtroopers and they take the stormtroopers' guns and he gives one to Luke. Um, they I like rest- your
3: interpretation of this much better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um they rescue uh, Han and Leia and Chewie and 3PO. Same thing where Chewie's, like, carrying 3PO around, yeah. still in pieces, kind of yattering at him, complaining about how he's not fixing him right. I think they even have the same joke in this one where he's, like, yelling at Chewie, so Chewie just turns him off again. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're all reunited. Luke kisses Leia. Yay, let's get out of here. But same, you know, Luke's like, no, I must face. So I guess this is different, because yeah. before... They're already gone by the time Luke's arriving. And Han is not in carbonite Yeah, none of that happens. No Boba Fett. There's no No Boba Fett in this movie. Tragic. I know. Tragic. No bounty hunters. Tragic. But Luke's like, I got to stay behind and fight Darth Vader. Um, They get in like, let's see. uh, Oh yeah, kind of the arc of Han not believing in Luke and as you said earlier like you're never gonna be a Jedi knight kid get over it he sees Luke like fighting some stormtroopers and being badass and he's like what happened to the kid um so I guess he's impressed (laughs) now (laughs) uh that's hilarious he goes walks just walks into Vader's suite where he's just like chilling in his room a little bit less uh Epic than what we saw in Empire. Again, Vader's like, join me. Luke's like, no. (laughs) Vader's like, then I have no choice. Fight! Um, Fight montage. Fight montage. I'll just read this one little bit here. Uh, they are fighting down a broad staircase now. Luke is on the defensive. He stumbles. Vader moves in. Luke sees a piece of statuary above at one side. By the power of the Force, he hurls it at Vader, who deflects it, laughing, but it gives Luke respite. They stand for a moment, looking at each other. Vader says, "'You're very good, Luke, but I'm 20 years older and stronger than you in the use of the Force. You haven't a chance with me any more than your father had.'" Luke's getting mad. Uh, and it gets kind of, kind of with the idea that, like, Vader is able to trigger Luke into using the dark side of the force, which I feel like functions a little bit different mm-hmm. here than we later understand the dark side, which is more just about, I feel like the, the dark side of the force is more just like a state of mind, right? It's yeah. not really, like, Powering. different force or am I... Interpreting that well, wrong.
4: Well, it's interesting because they're saying that Darth Vader is the first Dark Side Knight. Yeah. So did he unlock it in some way? Whereas the other way we interpret it as it's like this. It just both permeate. There are two sides to it. Yeah, yeah. Like they Darth exist. Guy. Yeah. And in this it's always script, been it there. it seems
1: more like Vader uncovered. Of where a dark way to use it, yeah. and Luke kind of or keeps... manipulates it somehow. Yeah, because you look, it's like it's like yeah. Luke keeps accidentally using the Accessing? dark side. Yeah, yeah. You know how much <laughs> of the stuff the dark
4: show up in in Rise of Skywalker yeah. too. It seems yeah. like they mine these things. Yeah, you know? Same, I found
2: a, I found a thing where it says like when Luke fights, he has to use the dark side, but he also has to use the good side for protection. Hmm. you know, and um, I guess if you use too much of the dark side, you can go more towards the dark side of the force. It warps you. Yeah. 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 So that's what they were going for. And again,
1: Vader, there's a point he kind of gets the upper hand and he's like, join me. And Luke's like, I've wasted and thrown away all my careful teaching I was given because he's been using the dark side in this fight. I betrayed my trust. I broke my oath. I would prefer to die. Vader's like, that can be arranged. (laughs) Um, And to me, this just made me think of, I don't know if we're all familiar with Rocky 5, which is the one where Rocky has so much brain damage that his doctor's like, if you get punched one more time, you're going to (laughs) die. We establish in this that if Luke uses the dark side one more time, now he's going to go over the dark side. Super dark. Basically, he defeats, or not defeats, he gets out of this situation by just willingly jumping into the big, bottomless Ventilator shaft that Lando so conspicuously established. <laughs> Why you mean earlier. this shaft? Yeah, mall. <laughs> uh, and he ends up like, <laughs> kind of. He he like snags onto something and pulls himself through a vent. And then it just in my mind it was the shot in Goonies where they're all going down the water slides yeah. where yeah. Luke's just like flying <laughs> through the ventilator shafts and he lands up against a grate where he yeah. can see outside of the orbital city. And meanwhile, there's been this whole thing with a falcon trying to get out of the hangar and they can't open the doors and they blast them. Han can see him in this one. What? Han sees him. Well, it's sort of, or Luke sees them through the grate. Like they're flying beneath Cloud City. Lando's a good guy now. Luke uses his lightsaber to cut the grate. Right. Uh, No, Han doesn't see him in this one because he falls and we cut to inside the falcon and Han hears like a thump (laughs) and sends Lando to see what it is. Here's Luke. Um, Lando goes up there. It's Luke. They come in, everyone's like, Yay! <laughs> the uh, end. <laughs> okay. And he loses his hand.
3: Everything's resolved.
1: And yes or no. Now no, he's still one. got his hand. Still his hand. hand. In fact, okay. like and we're about to read, but like when 3PO sees yeah. Luke, he's like, Master Luke, I can't begin to tell you what horrible things I've been through. Did you beat Darth Vader? Not <laughs> this time, 3PO, but perhaps perhaps next time, if there is one. <laughs> that one obviously we all know that uh Lucas was influenced a lot by old serials. Yes. But that to me that feels like the end yes. of a serial where like I didn't get him this time, old chum. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's like um, a Flash Gordon meets yeah. Superman
1: meets Yeah, they all did that at the end of those serials. Um and so now he's just with them and then we cut back to later in this kind of anticlimactic scene. This one you are in, Steve. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you this time.
3: <laughs> oh, Steve. Poor so, Steve. We've ruined so much for you tonight.
1: I know. <laughs> So let's read this scene. Uh, I'll just jump in here with this Luke line. I almost beat him at that, but the wrong way. The more I was winning, the more I was losing. I was so full of hate and rage and the desire for revenge. I was using the dark side of the Force without even realizing it, and he was making me destroy myself. But you Leia.
3: didn't. I don't know where he, I don't know what going oh, on. I'm sorry. Oh, but you didn't. You could have <laughs> done that for me, Kyle. <laughs> but you didn't.
1: <laughs> uh, not quite. He asked me again to join him. He said that together we would rule the galaxy. I said no. So he came in for the kill. I've got an awful lot to learn. They are interrupted by an angry outburst. Or an angry outburst of angry growling mingled with furious beeping and twittering. Chewie has come from the cockpit to stand over 3PO. After all, he's done a lot of work on the droid and has certain proprietary rights. Oh, uh, uh. Steve.
2: Oh no, n- not his tender ministrations again. Is that <laughs> Wait, <his>? what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> ministrations. Oh, it is. Uh,
1: Basically, 3PO's like, no, don't let him tinker on me anymore. R2 is warning off Chewie. He attacks the big Wookiee, running up as if he intends to bite him on the knees (laughs) like an irate small dog. He can't bite, of course, but his underpinnings are heavy when he treads on Chewie's feet. The others laugh. (laughs) Better let him
4: alone, Chewie. After all, he's a droid, and he probably knows more about repairing one than you do.
1: Grumbling, Chewie retreats, and R2 commences working on 3PO. View of the planet Bespin... Kleda? from space. <laughs> An extremely beautiful planet revolves jewel-like in space. Exterior garden. Brilliant moons illuminate beautiful gardens, and one of them with the falcon is visible. Our people are saying their farewells. Han and Leia stand alone, Chewie waiting in the background. 3PO now fully restored, and R2 stand together at one side. Luke is by himself, his face set but quiet and controlled. Lando is nearby. Han and Leia, lovers, close together.
3: Come back to me, Han.
4: As soon as I persuaded o- Oven Miracle to join us.
1: Even if you don't persuade him. They kiss, and Han turns toward the ship, <laughs> mm-hmm. stopping to shake hands with Luke.
4: Take care of her, Luke. And yourself.
1: Luke waves acknowledgement. Uh, Leia runs to Chewie and throws her arms around him. He rumbles, patting her awkwardly.
2: And then 3PO comes up with R2. I really deserve to have my vocal apparatus rusted shut for a year. You are doing your best trying so hard, and I, well, I'm ashamed.
1: This is directed at Chewie, I guess, apologizing Mm -hmm. for being such a snot while Chewie was trying to repair him. Chewie rumbles and pats 3PO on the shoulders, but when R2 starts to beep, Chewie growls and stands on R2's underpinnings, which only hurts Chewie's foot and sends him on his way grumbling. Han stops to shake Lando's hand. Hadn't been for you, Lando,
4: none of us would have been
1: here. A very weird last line of the movie. That's the final line of the movie. They shake hands. Han and Chewie go on towards the ship. In a moment, the others turn and enter a nearby building, interior corridor building. A lift opens. Leia, Luke, Lando, Threepio, and R2 get out and walk out onto a garden balcony rich with flowers. They stand waiting. The Falcon takes off, rising into a starry sky on a plume of flame. They watch it diminishing against the starry sky. We see their faces, the droids. Leia, with all her heart and soul in her eyes, watching the man she loves vanish into unknown dangers. And Luke, older, wiser, and more humble about his shortcomings, still loving Leia, but in a different way. Abruptly, he unsheathes the lightsaber and activates it holding it in a position of salute for the departing falcon the end dun,
3: dun. Right.
4: and as soon as she hit print they said let's rewrite it yeah <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're, they're like I'm thinking cliffhanger on this one yeah
4: <laughs> wow well, right. did she hit
3: print or was this a typewriter thing I think it was typewriter <laughs> I think it's old timey <laughs> yeah old timey computer. computer
4: yeah <laughs> alright but they still probably had to photocopy it yes they did yeah
3: you know, George never typed anything. Just a little trivia.
4: He only uh, hand, hand wrote, wrote everything in a yellow, yellow pad. Yellow you know, yeah.
3: Indian pad. Yeah. Legal yeah. pad. I guess you don't call them Indian pads anymore. Big chief pad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, well, what did we think of that script? I mean, obviously I, needed work, but... Look, the the foundation is
4: there. Mm-hmm. The narrative thrust of it is there. Um, the, the beginnings of the con- major conflicts are there. Uh, there's a bit of the triangle still at play.
2: More introduced Lando. They introduced
4: <laughs> Minch Yoda. They introduced uh, the Emperor as a controlling figure. Vader always has a controlling figure in his life in every movie. He's never been the primary villain, which allowed them to liberate him to become an antagonist. All those things are congruent, uh, but it's the details, you know. And the details are what made this movie special. Yeah. And warm and as human as you can get for Wookies and Droids and and uh, traditionally like inanimate stuff. So yeah. I think it's um. You got to start somewhere. This is a yeah a competent first draft to get all your ideas on paper, so you, he can go. Oh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah. to do I, there, the ideas are here, but we got to do a lot more. Yeah. I mean, every mm-hmm. first draft, as we know, if you've ever written anything, yeah, sucks. I mean, if you're making your first draft, you're probably in trouble. Uh, you have to think about things and look at them from multiple angles. And then he went off and he did this, and he collaborated with other writers. So. Um, I just think it's, it's an ice planet. There's a cloud planet. There's, you know, the swamp planet. It's all, it's there.
1: I mean, I do think it's interesting how much of it is there. Like, the, basically yeah, the so entire much of it is so there. structure is But crazy. also it's it's exactly so different. Yeah, yeah, very it's, different.
3: It, I mean, just on, I what I really loved from these movies was the sexual tension between Leia and Han. And if you had put all this stuff in there where they're smooching and they're kissing and they actually get it on, Which it, they don't. the tension's yeah. gone. So mm-hmm. you need that to not be something that you see in these movies they kiss eventually but you don't want it to be okay there are a couple now like that tension that back and forth fighting is what makes that dialogue that we later see that you know his girl friday kind of snappy screwball comedy maybe a little noir thrown in um because she's tough too she's not like a damsel in distress she's mm-hmm. very tough on her own so I really liked that that's added in later and you don't really see that as much in this original script. But there's a lot going on in the script. I mean, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. hats off to her because I've written orig- like scripts before. First draft, my drafts are never this good. So I you know, you can tell it's a pro chock full is at of work. Stuff.
4: You know, also the the love triangle stuff is still an empire just when they're together on Hoth. That's and true. Echo Base. That's true. And I think they realize like Luke has his own subplot and yeah. it doesn't need to be complicated with what's going on and what we're cutting to and they have their romantic subplot is best served where it's about them and they're not, there's not this Luke factor being talked about by Darth Vader. What is he commenting on? Like, yeah. you, <laughs> you want this girl, yeah. you'll get this girl. Yeah. if You love her. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, which is weird because you almost see that dynamic in Revenge of the Sith with the Emperor really placing the seeds of doubt about Padme and whether or not she's faithful and really screws with... with Anakin. They
4: should have gone further in that one. Well, they did the, in the script. Othello. It's like Yago. The original and, script they did. Yeah. The original and like, script Obi-Wan. i really you. Obi-Wan. You brought him here. Well, I always joke mm-hmm. that
3: when she tells him he's she's pregnant with uh, the twins, uh, well, she doesn't know the twins yet, but she's pregnant, you can see Anakin doing math in his head <laughs> <laughs> because there's a long pause, and it's not like he's upset. He's literally doing math in his head because he's been gone so long yeah, the Clone George Wars. Like, yeah, do the math in do your head. Math. Do the math. in uh, your head. Make him, make him think, maybe. <laughs> no, no, I mean I don't know. Maybe I'm just projecting, but that—that's an extra long pause, and then he gets excited. And then in the original script, you see a lot more. Wait a minute, what's going on here? And a lot more love triangle stuff implied. That isn't a real love triangle. It's basically the emperor just planting the seeds of paranoia, so Anakin can be easily manipulated. did she get a
4: scan? To know she had twins? Don't, don't they know. have, like, gynecological examinations? They don't have that technology didn't. Didn't no, Anakin, like, Uba, touch Uba. the baby and realize, oh, whoa, there's two living things in I don't in know here. if you can
3: do force ultrasounds.
4: <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I mean... You can sense presence, so wouldn't you have sensed two But souls? maybe the
3: force was so powerful in both of the twins that it just screwed up any ultrasound situation or any kind of presence. I don't know. I, sure. I That's what fan
4: fiction's for. She carries very, very small.
3: <laughs> I mean... For twins. I don't know. Yeah, so it's it's interesting to see this original script, uh, and see the finished product that we are so we have so memorized and ingrained in our head that yeah. we have to remember there are many 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 iterations before we ever see the final product, and even when they're filming, and even when they do ADR, and mm-hmm. even when they're doing edits, they'll change around the script, and sometimes it's for story, sometimes it's for budget, and sometimes it's for. Certain actors, they don't the know. Sometimes way. it's for ego. Yeah, and ego. <laughs> people, so, make the,
4: people make the wrong cuts because of ego. Yeah. You know? So
3: it's interesting to see this. It's, it's exciting to hear the script read out loud, too, even though I'm so sorry to everyone that I mangled <laughs> it. But yeah, it's interesting to see how Yoda's character evolved from this mm-hmm. um, and how his lyrical language developed because you don't get the backwards, riddly talk that we're mm-hmm. used to with Yoda in this. Like he just talks like an old man in this. Whereas in, you know, what yeah. we're used to is the whole yeah. spectrum the of Yoda talks. Yeah, the syntax is totally different. So, yeah, it's interesting to see this. But it's remarkable how much stuff they used in this original script for this yeah. and then for later stuff.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still people go back to it and and pull things from it. Yeah. I'm seeing some stuff I want to pull on. Yeah. <laughs> Are you getting some
3: ideas? Is there going to be a cloud person?
4: Oh, the cloud radio people, thing? they serve their own. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I'm I, getting. I might such do a... some more stuff in the audio drama space. So oh, there's good. There's definitely some cool things in. Oh, cool. In here, we're like, oh, they never used that name. Maybe yeah, I should revisit yeah. that.
3: I'm still yeah. waiting for you to direct something, for Star Wars. Me too. It's gonna
4: happen. <laughs> One day. <laughs> no, what's gonna happen? One day, I'm waiting. I we'll work use for the force free to make this happen. I w- I do Star Wars for free. <laughs> Seriously, for free. Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, one thing that'll be good for this podcast if we're still around in ten years is there's going to be a lot of uh, almost made Star Wars movies. Though I feel like it's just rapidly with the yeah. Game of Thrones guys' whole show, and uh, that was going to be about the like founding of the Jedi yeah.
3: Order or something.
2: Was really on, well, was that, that yeah. was
3: open ended of what they were actually yeah. going
2: to do. A Trank's yeah. movie too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and then there's
1: Lucas's yeah. there's
2: like the old Lucas's drafts of, sketch. of Rogue One.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, there's the old drafts of. Well, I guess they shot the first draft of Last Jedi.
3: I mean, there's so much expanded <laughs> universe with books and comics, though.
1: And do you guys do you guys know what? I'm still waiting for my Thrawn movie. Damn Lucas's it! Lucas's outline was for seven, eight, nine that Disney bought and then didn't use. All oh, I really knew about it was right. somebody told me that it was like really doubling down on midi chlorians. I've heard that too. Yeah, I think I it was that. it was about
4: the the kids more. Yeah. I think maybe there was friction between the kids of the families.
1: Yeah.
4: Um. I don't know a whole lot more. I know people have read it. I have to. Grill them.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's. It's unfortunate too, because there's a lot of things that the new movies kind of made a moot point for EU stuff. Um, there's
4: always ways to revisit, like it Mara in a Jade.
3: Way. I don't know how they would. But bring they revisited Thrawn and Rebels,
4: and that's true. Not sure if they were going to go back to it. And now that's he's got true. a whole bunch of new novels.
3: That's a good point.
4: So, there's ways to look at it again, even though we can not always the same
3: reboot way. it like Marvel and DC do. And in a way, they sort of did that where they made certain stuff from the EU, Star Wars Legends, and then other stuff canon. So, we'll see. I'm still waiting for like an Ekmina Cheers series <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where it's just the cantina and yeah. it's just that's all it's ever said in is the cantina. I think it would be great to have. A comedy where it's like a bar that's run by some persnickety person that it could it can't be be Arthur because she's not here anymore. But a character huh. like that, because the funny thing is, I noticed in all the Star Wars movies is there's always a cantina scene. There's always a bar or a cantina equivalent. Mm-hmm. the
4: clones has a sports bar.
3: Exactly. <laughs> Mandalorian has many. Sorry. Yeah. Spoilers.
1: But <laughs> bathrooms and sports bars. Well, not a sports bar, <laughs> but definitely
3: like a saloon. But that's the thing. It's like there's
4: you have monsters, to remember, giant mythic monsters. Yeah, there's so
3: yeah. much to like harness and take from other parts of Star Wars to make its own thing. Disney was smart in buying Star Wars because they have an endless amount of content that they can use. I just hope they do it smart. Mm-hmm. and the right speed and with the right people and please hire more women. God <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> All right. Sorry, that was my little spiel I'm going <laughs> to get some angry comments on. But <laughs> no.
1: Our listeners are nice. <laughs> um,
2: any closing thoughts, Steve? Uh, no, not um. Not really. I mean, we all know what <laughs> yeah. happened after this. Yeah, I wonder got...
1: what happened to this yeah. script. So, um, <laughs> well, great. Thanks to... so much to Thank Kyle you. and Are Bonnie. Are you going to do this yeah. with
3: all the original scripts for the movies? For Star Wars? might.
1: I hope we're around That's for cool. many, many years. Because there's
3: a lot of stuff that, obviously, the movies are made, so it mm. goes against your podcast title, but the type of movie that were made from those scripts were not. So um, it would be interesting to see what you thought of the prequel scripts. Yes, yeah, I think
2: we definitely will. Oh, I, yeah. yeah, I don't have any of those, unfortunately. None They'll of us be,
3: have the holiday special scripts. Sorry. Whatever we can get our hands
2: on, we'll do. <laughs> So uh,
1: and you know. remind people where they can find you on social media. Uh,
3: I'm Bonnie Girl, B-O-N-N-I-E-G-R-R-L, on pretty much any social. Um, I'm also on Amazon author page is Bonnie Burton. You can just look at my name. There's only one other Bonnie Burton that's like a big nerd, and she's like a esports commentator. <laughs> Looks nothing like me. Um, but no, it's pretty easy to find me online. And I also write uh, entertainment stuff and a lot of s- Star Wars stuff for CNET. Um, as well cnet.com but you can find me pretty much anywhere.
4: And I am Kyle underscore Newman, K-Y-L-E underscore N-E-W-M-A-N, Instagram and Twitter and you can find me on Facebook as well and I welcome all Star Wars conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: And how can we get your D&D book?
4: D&D book, it's called Dungeons and Dragons, Art and Arcana Visual History, put out by um, 10 Speed Press, Division of Penguin Random House so you can find it at uh, obviously the Amazon of it all. as a regular edition, a special edition. We have a Barnes & Noble edition, which oh. is still available at Barnes & Noble locations. What's of...
1: different about that one?
4: That is um, it's a red cover, which is a play off the old red box edition, and it has additional uh, maps that fold out, um, so you can kind of see all the old oh, that's cool. cartography. Oh, wow. So that's a cool, that's unique awesome. feature of that book. Same price as the standard edition. Uh, so if you like the red cover, it's pretty cool. Uh, those were... Maybe a bit more limited in print run, but uh, same price.
1: Cool. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram at Best Movies Never Made and Twitter at Never Made Film. Uh, and we also recommend that if you like our show, you check out Electric Surges' other podcasts, like the 4:30 Movie every Friday, in which a group of writers and producers curate fantasy theme weeks of classic movies, and Inglorious Trexperts, the only podcast for Star Trek fans with a life. You know, we say that every episode, and I mean, I, I, that's I feel kind of bad. That's kind of mean. <laughs> it's limiting too. Uh, even if you Star don't Trek have a have life, you can still listen to the podcast. Well, that is a life. That's yeah. such an esoteric. I mean, think about that. If you yeah. have no life. You, and you can't even listen to this If you have a Pulse, you have a life, podcast. so come on. Make it so. Make it Make so. It so. <laughs> Engage. Um, That's and horrible. wait, I should have hype the app. What's the app called again? Electric Now. It's the Electric Now channel. Electric um, Now channel on, on distro app. Mm-hmm. It's like a free TV app, and cool. Electric Now has a channel that has uh, some of Dean Devlin's shows on it, oh, and nice. you can watch videos of all of... Electric Surge's podcast because uh, we're just so gorgeous to look at. Um, <laughs>
3: You're app enabled.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, also, a very special thanks to Bill Ritter and everyone here at Electric Surge Network, including our producers, Mr. Dean Devlin and Mark A. Altman. So until next time, this is
2: Stephen Scarlatta.
1: And I'm Josh Miller saying we won't see you at the movies.